everybody. Welcome to the football fill-in. It's been another weekend of fun and games in the Premier League. Liverpool stuttering. Chelsea just about getting the job done. We've had another managerial sacking. Bruno Lars being given the boot. The North London derby is red. It certainly is red. However, the Manchester derby, though, definitely, definitely not red. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. And who else? Would I want to have alongside me when Manchester United had just been gubbed 6-3 other than Mark Goldbridge? How are you, mate? All right. You're not going to get a Man City fan on, are you, though? He's horrible, isn't he? Even when they win, you can't find one. Horrible. I don't think there are any famous Man City fans. There are there any fans. We've also got Richard Lee here. Um, so Richard, former uh, Watford and many other teams, Premier League goalkeeper, all that kind of stuff. Now goalkeeping super agent like if a if a if a goalie gets transferred somewhere most of the time it's you that does it right normally it's got my grubby little fingerprints yeah, somewhere yeah your grubby little fingerprints mm. and it's you taking all the money out of football being like <laughs> this super super powerful agent um right you're a manchester united fan mark definitely a manchester united fan uh, we have to start with what happened yesterday lads it was um, I remember watching your stream, Mark, and at one point you said, this is going to be a massacre. This could be a massacre. And it could have been a massacre, um, but it finished 6-3. It was not pretty, was it? No, it wasn't. Um, I mean, so we were talking before we came on, weren't we, that I think the big thing for me was that um, we saw Palace there a few weeks ago, and yes, they lost, but they gave it a go. I, I can't get my head around players that go on a pitch and just suddenly don't fancy it, and, and, and 11 players as well. I think that's the thing that I'm gutted about this morning and yesterday. I don't mind losing. It's a game of football. You're going to lose. But watching that, it was a long 90 minutes. And they, they just the players have let themselves down. They let the fans down. They let the manager down. Yeah. And I'm fed up with it. I mean, it just keep, it seems to come around quite regular now. It's a monthly occurrence. Man United getting smacked it up. It was painful, wasn't it? Like I, we, we did this a few weeks ago. And I remember saying to you, I just hope Man City don't score early. Because if they score early, it's going to be absolute carnage. And yeah. they scored, what was it, eight minutes in? Um, six or eight minutes and oh wow mate I'm watching thinking oh no and then at this point this is when I put your stream on and I'm watching it thinking this is ridiculous did Ten Hag get the team selection wrong to start with? Yeah no I think that I think we'd all agree that probably start Casemiro but that team did beat Arsenal so I think obviously got it wrong I would have played Casemiro, I would have played Casemiro and McTominay. I think Ericsson and McTominay just got run over. But I can see why he did it, but I've got to be honest, from the shows we do and the community, we've got, I'd say 95% said you've got to start Casemiro in that yeah. game. So yeah. it, I, don't, I, don't, I think we still would have lost because he, he would have probably been infected by the same virus they all had, which is not giving a... <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think the midfield was so naive. And it's interesting what um, that Instagram post you're on about from Paul Scholes. Yeah. But about the fullbacks not getting any support. Yeah, I'm so glad Skulls has said that because we run about this. The fullbacks get no support in that game as well. So it was. It wasn't just the midfield too. It's it, you, you defend as a team, don't you? I felt. I felt for the bad. I felt bad for the keeper in the back four. They didn't yeah. play well. 
but you've got runners all over the place. They were dizzy. Well, I was yeah. going to say, how much of it is that, okay, you say City against Palace, whoever else, like, when they need to turn it on, they can be that good they could have won that 10 when they got oh, that yeah, sixth, yeah, yeah, yeah. if they had carried on pushing forward yeah. and he made the five changes at that point and just it was always going to be 6-1 at that point I thought obviously then got a couple of goals back but that was them switching off job done move on to the next game I just think a lot of it is City are just that good how mad is it yeah that like Man City now they're getting to the point where they'll feel like they score five or six goals and then that's the moment lads like everybody knows like yeah. but it's become a thing where because they do it so often They'll get to five or six and then they'll go, right, make the subs, chill it down now, lads. Mm-hmm. And I bet you, even the lads going on, he must say to them, don't take the piss. Yeah, just chill, right? Don't don't go and make this into a massacre, all right? I want to talk about Rizzo. Um, I want to talk about the, the Haaland goal, the header, yeah? Yeah. Um, whose decision is it, yeah, to have Christian Eriksen <laughs> marking... <laughs> Marking Erling Haaland from a corner. Whose decision is that? And surely at some point, somebody has to say, nah, excuse me, like, this can't happen. Look, look, look. No, it's not a thing. Yeah, but that's got to be done prior to the game. That can't, that can't happen there and then. Like, I'd always put myself in De Gea's shoes. Yeah. You're organising, you're making sure you've got your front post, you've got your, your back post, you maybe your man in the hole, someone on the six, man for man marking. If that's what they go for, it can't then be for him. He might see it, but it's too late. So I just think that's got to be Ten Hag or whoever is a set-piece coach beforehand. Right, this is what we're going to do. If it is sort of four or five man-for-man, man, I don't know teams you played in, it'll be a mixture, wouldn't it, of yeah. zonal and a mixture yeah. of man-for-man. Man. But, yeah, you'd have your danger. You know, the guys coming up from the back, Harlan just being as big, strong, good aerial as he is, that would be your best header of a ball would be up against them. Yeah. I think he is the biggest player in that team as well. Ten Hag said after the game that that shouldn't have happened and that Varane had gone off injured with the ankle. Right. But even so, there's still Scott McTominay's on the pitch. He's, he's so. good in the air. Um, to be fair, Scott was the one that ended up just sort of in front of him, weren't he? Yeah. He's Ericsson's man and he just leaves Ericsson for it's dust. Ridiculous. He doesn't even it's try ridiculous. and stop his run. At least get your arm across him or something, do you know what I mean? Mm. But he didn't do that. And then from that moment on, the power. And like, as soon as... <laughs> it's a joke, right? This guy's a phenomenon, right? As soon as I was watching it, and as soon as I could see that ball coming out, I was thinking, well, he's just going to clear everyone out here. And he does, doesn't he? It's just like a given. You know what's going to happen. He basically curbed his run. And Ericsson's running around like his little boy. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the height difference. And then he's got a jump on McTominay. It's like, it's, it's, it wasn't even training ground, was it? It's literally like, nobody move and let Haaland get on the end of this. Just and, a and goal, just yeah. Do you know what it is for me? He's just so well proportioned. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you get some players like a Peter Crouch who's big, but he looks big because yeah. he's kind of big and slim. Whereas he's just big. He's I so well proportioned. Everything, even his, like, aura. He's got an aura about him, I swear. Like, the worst thing could happen, he would just go, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like anything, like whatever. Um, what, do you, what did you make of the Hayes performance? Six goals. How does it yeah. feel, by the way, being a goalkeeper? You've just been pumped six, yeah? You've just let yeah. six goals in. But I'd say he didn't really have much chance with anything, no. did he? The life of a goalie, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, we say all this, and actually City probably had, what, shots on target? You probably know better than me, but nine or ten, I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look. He made but a couple of saves. Made he? a couple of saves, but this is it. It's, there's nothing he was at fault for. Yeah. You know, six, I don't think there's another goalie in the world that saves any of those six. No. So it's one that you come out and you kind of feel like you've done everything you can do within your power, yet you've just conceded six goals. And no doubt he'll get a four in the paper. <laughs> yeah. you know, but there's nothing more he could do. Well, I, mean, I was interested to ask you about this because at United at the moment, it's a real divide on De Gea and he's not a modern goalkeeper. So therefore, if you concede six goals, you've got people saying he, he, could, he could do better on a couple of those. The only one I thought, and I know we spoke about it before, but obviously everyone's not heard it, is the Foden one where he, we thought he was offside and he's just whipped it in. 
but they were practicing whacking and pass Edison pre-game yeah. from that sort of distance. The, the only reason he would get questioned was because it was near side, yeah. but it's not near post. I mean, the fact that he's reasonably central. Um, the, the finish didn't actually get that much... Um, I suppose no one really noticed it on because the, they were so focused on whether it was offside or not. The finish mm. was incredible, yeah, by the way. It, he's curled it. He's smashed it at the whipped same time. We've whipped pace, it like with pace right next to the post. Again, I think the fact that De Gea has taken up a true position, he's not overcovered the near. So the fact he's taken up a true position, you're just not going to save it. Yeah. Do you know what the thing is when when you play against Man United, particularly away at Etihad as well. Sorry, Man City, particularly away at Etihad. There's not many goalies actually come away from the Etihad having had a brilliant game. You might make a few saves, yeah? But the majority of the goals that go in that Man City score, there's nothing you can do about it as a goalkeeper. Because what I say, they're world class, they're the best in the world. Getting the ball behind you, cutting it back, boom, goal. Their one on one finishing is brilliant. I mean, there was a, just a segment before the game where they were about 15 metres out from Edison. One on ones. Goal. Pinging it in the bottom corner goal. with a bit of curl taking it away from the goal and in. And Edison's a good, he's a very good goalkeeper, yeah. isn't he? And it's just like, he should be saving some of those, but obviously you you two know. Well, is that one that, the one that Sterling kind of got known for? Like that one that he said whipped across the box. And actually, Haaland's now, yeah. you know. Oh. I mean, that one that was whipped in, he's finished with his left foot. Mate. Just. The power. Like, the like you can see, like you say, you know about his proportions. Yeah. As he's approaching that ball to, like, get his foot onto it, you just watch it and think, well, he's in full control of absolutely everything. His whole body position, his legs, his, everything is in full proportion and he knows what he's doing and he just drills it in the goal. And it's like, goal, that's yeah. it. You're not doing anything about it. It's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. Um, can we give some love to Erlen Haaland, by the way? Because um, as it stands at the minute, OK, right, 14 goals he scored, OK? If he carries on at this rate, uh, carries on at this rate, He'll score 66 goals this season. Yeah, <laughs> we well, only needs eight to break Son and Salah last yeah, year. From the, the, and we're only on the, the golden what, boot. The second of October, third. He's of got October. 30 games left to score eight goals, which will beat last season's golden boot winner. Oh, yeah, it's so if he carries on at this rate, 66 goals. Yeah, he will score this season, which means it will take him four seasons to be the all-time Premier League. Goal scorer. The, the guy's, yeah, it's the, different levels, the, isn't it? The one that I heard yesterday was that. He's got three hat-tricks now, yeah. which has taken him eight games to get three hat-tricks. The closest prior was Michael Owen took 48 games. Yeah. You know, Ronaldo, whoever else, all them. Well, I think the, the damning stat before the game was um, I looked at some sort of betting odds for first goal scorer, all that kind of thing. Um, to, to open the score in, in the actual game... The, the best price Man United player was eight to one, right? Eight to one, Marcus Rashford. Erling Haaland alone to score a hat trick in the game was seven to one. No. <laughs> so, so Erling Haaland is at seven to one to score a hat trick for any Man United scorer to open the score in eight to one. That's just that's where we are, though, guys. I think it's getting boring talking about Haaland. I think I think the debate <laughs> has to be now how many goals could you score up front for Man City? Because I really do think that they're, they're, they're so good. I mean, his goals yesterday, they're good, he's brilliant, but you're getting so many chances in and around the six-yard box with yeah. that team. I, I really do think the experiment for next season when they've won this league comfortably is you've got to have a League One striker, pick your best one, yeah. and they'll still yeah. win it. He'll still get 30 goals. True that, yeah. so it's true. It's like it's... Um, imagine, like, if you had someone like Frank Lampard as well, that guy who could r arrive late in the six-yard box and score those kind of goals. Like, people, they're just tapping it in for fun. Um, I just want to quickly talk about Ronaldo and Casemiro. Mm. Um, Ronaldo, obviously, even just left on the bench for the whole game. Um... I don't know if you saw it, but at one point the camera zoomed in very, very tightly on them two having a bit of a snuggle, little chitty chat, yeah? Mm. And it didn't look like it was the happiest, like, chitty chat, did it? Mm. Um, Casemiro's kind of whispering into Ronaldo's ear. Ronaldo's, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
What do you make of that? That that looks to me like it's um, not brilliant. I think when you lose a game like that, it's always going to look really bad on the manager because you've got Casemiro, who was man of the match in the Champions League final four or five months ago. You've got Ronaldo, who was our player of the year. You're getting absolutely destroyed by Man City and they've got those two sat on the bench. Yeah. It's never a good look. If you win, you look like it looks great. But if a you don't... tactician. If, yeah, but if you lose, it's like, everyone's like, what an idiot. Yeah. So... Yeah, it, it, it isn't, yeah, there's no getting away from it. You'd want those two players on the pitch, I think. And what do you make of um, Ten Hag saying that he didn't want to bring Ronaldo on because out of respect, basically? I, that's bonkers, isn't it? Come on, what's this about? What is that about, Rich? Please, tell yeah. me, what is that about? I think that's a nice, yeah, I think it's a nice line. I think it's a nice line to say that yeah. because that is, you could see, and I mean, Ronaldo doesn't hide his expressions all that well, yeah, does he? No. He didn't look that happy sat on I think he knows what he's doing, though. I don't think it's. I don't think this is just pure emotion coming across him. And he can't. No, he's quite calculated. I, he, he, like I say, I think he's a bit calculated with it all. He Ronaldo. knows. Yeah, mm. I think he knows when the camera's on him, and he knows what sort of facial expressions to pull. Yeah. Yeah. He can't lose in that situation, can he? Because uh, he would. You, you know, you, you, you two would know. You would want to be involved in that. The worst thing as a as yeah. an athlete when your team's losing is sitting back and, and watching it. But I can also understand what Ten Hag's saying. I'm just surprised he did it publicly that putting Ronaldo into that game when you when it's over is a waste of time. Yeah. He's not going to change it. But Ronaldo would want to be on, wouldn't he? Really Ronaldo awkward. would want to go on. He'd want to go on. Yeah, yeah, he would. It's just a really awkward situation, isn't it? Now you've got Cristiano Ronaldo yeah. and he's not playing. So yeah. really, wherever Cristiano Ronaldo is, he has to play. Mm. That's, I don't know, being the type of player he's not now going to see out the next... I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about your retirement at some point later on, but he's not the type of player that's going to go and sit on a bench in League One, League Two and make his way down the levels. Like, he'll go out at the top top. playing. Yeah. And that's how it should be. I think the happiest person is probably Harry Maguire yesterday. Yes. Because he would have... Not my fault. Well, he would have made no difference. We still would have lost six, but he probably would have got a lot of pelters for it. And actually, I don't think Varane, Martinez, De Gea get much blame compared to the midfield and, and everybody else. So, yeah, Maguire's probably missed the right game there because he could have made no difference and probably would have got a load of pelters for it. There's a lot of players, mate, who tactically get an injury about a week before the Man City game, you know. Away at Man City is a, is a prime time to come down with illness, a little calf strain, hamstring strain. I've seen it. Don't worry about that, mate. It's like that Christmas hammy. There Everyone you used go, to that little, little Christmas, Christmas yeah, It just yeah. happens for that two-week period mm. just over Christmas and New Year's. It's going to be the Man City hammy. That's yeah, going to be it going yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah. By the way, these Arsenal kits, uh, I know I've said it before, I've got the black one, I've got the pink one. They smash it every single year. This one is a thing of beauty, and even you said you like it, didn't you? I don't like the badge. You don't? <laughs> I, like, I, like, I, like, I like the Adidas designs more than United's. They are, they're lovely, aren't they? And, unless um, it's something like that. You're having that over this? Oh, 100%. This is yeah. No, 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 I prefer that. This, this brings back memories. Beautiful. This brings back memories. That's got yeah. trophies in it. That's got... Oh, this, do you want to do this, what you're this, wearing? This, this has got Clayton Blackmore written all over it. Yeah. This has got Brian McClare in his heyday. Yeah? Yeah, this has. This I'm is... with you, mate. I'm with you. Mark Hughes. What do you think that's from? That's got to be... Ooh, it's got to be 90, isn't it? 89, 90? in the 90s, isn't it? Early 90s? I think... Um, I think we might have won the Cup Winners' Cup in that. 1990. Yeah. Barcelona. Mark, talk us about your outfit for today. This <laughs> my can't be bothered. I think I think it, I think it was like a, a jumper they did for the Chinese New Year. But uh, no, I woke up this morning and decided to wear black. <laughs> <laughs> You're gauging. It was cold, yeah. and I was like, I've got to do the football feeling. It's got to be something with United, so I just put a jumper on. Apologies. You're gauging, I'll be back next week. Gauging and representing the mood of the Man United yeah. fans out there. When we stuff you. Everton next week, I'll be back in a in a vintage. Kit like that. Mm. Okay, so I've got obviously you can see this beautiful Arsenal shirt, which brings me on nicely to Arsenal. Mm. 
the North London derby. North London is red, okay? Genuinely, are Arsenal contenders for this season? Genuinely. Come on, don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me. No. <laughs> no, they're not. But they'll be, I think they'll be in second place. Yeah. No, they're not contenders only because Man City, I just think, are that good. Yeah. Genuinely, I think that they will, they'll hit 100 points this season. I've got oh, no doubt they'll yeah, hit 100 they points. So it's more the fact, I think Arsenal will be high 80s, I think, which would ordinarily win the league. I think they look really, really good. I've been really impressed. Aaron Ramsdale, I mean, he's just, yeah, just getting better and better. Yeah, talk to I love me about Rambo. What, um, oh, I love his person. Did you see a save that he made on Saturday, by the way? Early yeah. doors. Yeah, Richarlison, was, wasn't Yeah, Richarlison yeah, save. Real strong. Read it really well. He's got down quick. Powerful. He's, you know, he's got his, his certain character yeah. that he is. But I like it. I like the fact that he's mentally as strong as he is. I like that he's enjoying it. And as a specimen, was he 6'4"? Yeah. Like, kicks it an absolute mile. The perfect shape of a goalkeeper. Yeah, he is, isn't he? No, I love how he plays. And I think... Credit to him because he's had the lowest lows with a couple of relegations, yeah. and and you know I saw him at Sheffield United. He's very, he's another one, very visual. You can see him, and he he, he wears his heart on his sleeve, animated. and he looked very animated. But then I think having gone through that now, it's almost the best thing that could have happened to him as a person. Yeah, because he looks like he's relishing the challenge. Yeah, it's like he's had he's had a bit of everything, hasn't he? Yeah, he, yeah like I say, he's only what is he mid twenties, but he's, he's had a, he's had a bit of everything already, like a bit of ups, bit of downs, lower league. But yeah. I think he's probably played in every league. I think something like that anyway. Yeah. Um, but no, I agree, mate. I think he's that front-footed, confident goalkeeper that someone like Arsenal needs. And he fits the mould perfectly as well. Yeah. Like I say, young, hungry, good to go. Um, Arsenal, talk to me about Partey's goal. Because do you know what it reminded me of? Yaya Torre. Mm. Do you know the way that he kind of just strolled onto it and side foot twatted it in the corner? I think Spurs were a bit like United in that game. Uh, away game after an international break. Overwhelmed. A little bit lazy, a little bit not at it. Yeah. Um, I've always said that I think after the international break, you want to be at home. And it was a brilliant goal by Partey, but they, and they showed it on the, on, on the TV. I think 10 metres. There's 10 metres and he's on the edge of the box. Yeah. He's got, he could have took a touch if he wanted to. And at this level, and we know what you know about goalkeeping, there's not a lot you can do. Like a good player can beat you from that that, that area, and he just whips it absolutely perfectly. It's how it? wide it starts. He starts it so wide, yeah. and it just comes right it's into that top. The pace of it as well, though. So Lloris is diving, and you know for a fact that he's diving, and he knows he's not going to save it. Yeah. He has to dive, though, doesn't he? Oh, gets a good step in, good dive away. Yeah, he has to dive yeah. just so he doesn't look a dickhead on yeah. the telly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way it goes. You know it's going in the corner, but you still have to go. You still for have it. to you go for it. For God's yeah. sake, here we go. Uh, what did you make of the second goal? Um, uh, a bit of a fumble, really, weren't it? I felt for him a little bit. He's made the initial save and it's just I don't think he quite gets his bearings for the second ball yeah. you know and it's one of those really awkward ones where in close. almost you you're, you're, how do I describe it your hands aren't where you want them to be so you can't quite get in quick yeah, enough yeah, to yeah. sort of trap it. it and then, it, and then it, it's that horrible feeling when it's squirming through and there's nothing you can do then you're just praying that someone comes and clears yeah. it but you know so the I've, first bit should he be palming that Further away, uh, away, or is it if, not? If you can, I think the difficulty was it was so it was almost inside. So you get that a lot. It's kind of like, a, of course, in a perfect world, you par- like parry it out wide for a throw in or a corner. But I think the fact it's kind of in yeah, close you and you it. can't get two hands to hold it probably does all he can. It's it's unfortunate more than an error for me. Yeah, if you when it's in this little area here, the only place you can do put it if you're not holding it is here. Like it, ha- it can only go there. Whereas it's almost sometimes you wish it would further out here, and it looks a better save, and it's an easier save though, isn't True. it? It's a much. Well, this easier is what save. this is what this is great because I look at it and everyone else looks at it and they go, 
Yeah, he's got to get it further away uh, to the fullback yeah, there. But it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine yeah. because we've got Gary Neville, Sunes, Keane, all goalkeeping yeah. experts. We yeah. don't we don't need anyone yeah, like yeah, Ben yeah, there. It's yeah. fine. Don't worry, yeah. you ain't got to go in on it, mate. You know, they, they've got it now. Really interesting. They have got it now. Gary Neville, goalkeeping expert. Yeah. We're cool. We're but it was, it was a big moment though, wasn't it? You know, Lloris, that goal goes in, and then Arsenal from that moment on, Tottenham going to get the red card. Silly red card, by the way. Not a red card. You're not having it, no. It was. It didn't look like he meant it. No, that's it what looks. I mean. And I can't stand, even on Talk Sport this morning on the way down, they were like, Jamie O'Hara's going, for me, it's not a red in a derby, but when you watch it in slow-mo, it's pretty bad. I'm like, why are you watching it in slow-mo? Slow-mo. Mm. Why are you watching it in slow-mo? It's not in slow-mo. So I just think that I was enjoying the game. And I, I think in a derby, and I, I know I've had a bit of arguments with people over the, over the weekend, you've got to let referee a little bit better. Arsenal, I think we're going to win the game. As soon as you send that player off, Arsenal definitely are winning it. But but I understand that you can't send you can't just say well you you've got to follow the rules. But I just I think he tries to trip him up, mm. and I think he catches him with the studs. Yeah, yeah. It's the same referee that I don't know anyone can remember it. Everton Liverpool a few weeks ago where Van Dijk yeah tries yeah, to get yeah, the ball yeah. but stamps down yellow card. There was one Arsenal on United a few weeks ago, yellow card, same referee. So he's not showing the same consistency in his own referee. Or he's probably seen the fact that he could have given a red card and then won. So he knows yeah. that the next time one of them challenges comes, he's like, But in I'm this game, I'd give him the... Yeah, exactly. If you've not done it in a, in, in, a, in a Merseyside derby and you've not done it Arsenal United, don't do it in a North London derby. Yeah, so he's, exactly. he's contradicted himself. So I think, the, for me, it's not a red. Mm. Do you know what the thing, the thing about it is, though? I think just, just looking at the game as a whole, I, I agree with you. I just think Arsenal just look better yeah yeah, yeah. and there's all the stats back it up as well like yeah. you could just tell that Arsenal had something about them and I think that for Guna fans out there that will be the thing that they'll be buzzing about most is that I think deep down they know they're a better team than Tottenham no, which is which is they're heading in the right way anyway Whether and Emerson Royale is a liability I don't know why he gets picked yeah I'll defend him on the red card a bit but oh, as soon as when I saw the team news come out at 11 o'clock I said Martinelli's definitely scoring and I know he didn't yeah. he got him sent off yeah. which is which is basically the exactly. same exactly it is the same sort of you thing what I quite like about Arsenal as well is the fact that Arteta now there was times when there was a few people questioning him certainly started last season mm-hmm. but just the process that they're putting in place bringing in the right players for the system that he wants to play and it is the whole I guess you know Pep Guardiola's the, the master and he's obviously learnt alongside him but it is now you know that this is a long term vision this yeah. isn't going to even if they lose the next three they're not suddenly going to bin him exactly. like this is a long term process they put in place imagine that doing it the right way that'd be nice wouldn't it there's another team I could think of that could uh, benefit from doing it that way um, right Rich do you know what time it is right now go on um, it is time Look, I've got a new board I've got a new board I've written it out this morning by the way it is time for the world famous football filling 60 second quiz have a little look at this board oh look at this it actually says 60 seconds now instead of 60s which made it look like it's the 60s quiz but this it's is not actually... really a new board is it it's just got new writing on it no i've turned it portrait all oh, right oh, okay it was it was landscape before so now it's, it's gone portrait could that, could that not now mean it's like the 60 second quiz rather than the 61st quiz like is this the 63rd time we're doing the quiz no, it's I'm not got a clue what you're talking about. It's for 60 seconds. <laughs> oh, 60 seconds. Yeah. All right. 60 seconds. So you're not putting S on seconds then? Um, what? Hmm? I'm right, aren't 60 I? 60 seconds, yeah, I'm right. quiz. 60 seconds. It could be like we've had we've had 61 quizzes yeah, so far, so yeah. it's a 60 second quiz. Do you need to pluralise it, though? I mean, I would put an S on it personally. OK, each to their own, either way. Yeah. Um, Rich, what's your football knowledge like? Horrendous. My goalkeeping knowledge, great. Outfield football, nothing. 
Oh, well, all right. So you might be in trouble today then, OK? So if you mm. get less than two or two, yeah. you are going to the bottom of the pile. You're in the mud, basically. You're scum, yeah? Uh, worse than Aaron's. Worse than Aaron's, I mean, right? that's pretty poor. I'm confident I'll get more than two, but I know nothing about it. All right, well, let's see how we get on then, OK? Um, I've got it. your questions here. Okay. Super Jamie has done them this week. Um, let Jamie. A, let me have a sip of coffee. Before we start, have you um, fact-checked all of these? So they're, they're all guaranteed. The answers are the answers, yeah? You're not, you're not throwing in like a rogue Arsenal one, which when was the last time Arsenal won the, a, a major trophy and you said it was like 2017 when it was actually 2020, no? Definitely none of them. They'll be in the comments okay. if you've got it wrong. You know, oh, yeah, let me know right. in the comments, by the way. If any of these questions are factually incorrect, get down below, all right? And also, by the way, I've got to say, if you are listening to us on Spotify, you can now watch us, you know? You can actually watch us. We're, we're a vodcast, not only a podcast, all right? Um, OK, we're good to go then. Richard Lee. Um, I need a timer, please, if we can have a quick timer, lads. OK. Ready? Hold on. Hold on. You've got to build this up a little bit more, all right? Sip of coffee. OK. You ready for this? Yeah. One second. <laughs> Just woosah. Calm, calm, calm. You've got this, all right? Mm -hmm. Play along at home, by the way, everybody. See how many you get, okay? You ready? Countdown. Three, two, one, go. Which English player has scored 51 headers in their career? Okay. Peter Crouch. Who was the only Brighton player to score a Premier League hat-trick ever? Trossard. Yes. Who was the first player to score five goals in a single Premier League game? Andy Carr. Yeah, well done. How many red cards were there this weekend? Two. Three. Who holds a record with Alan Shearer for the most penalties missed in the Premier League? Harry Kane. Wayne Rooney. Wow. Which team won an indirect free kick in the penalty area this weekend? Uh, I didn't see that. I'll have a guess. You can pass, you can pass. Brighton. Chelsea. Which English player was sent off on his debut for Real Madrid? Oh. Is he going to be Owen or McManaman? Can I say one, mate? I know I can. I'm going to go McManaman. Uh, Jonathan Woodgate. Uh, which manager got a yellow card at the weekend? Conte. Patrick Vieira. Who was the last player to win the Ballon d'Or, excluding Ronaldo and Messi? Oh, I know that one. You can pass. Modric. Yes, well done. Which... Uh, I, I got... said which. I said which. I've okay. started. So you can finish. That's fine. Well, I've more than two, but go on. Yeah, yeah. But, by the way, before I ask this last question, you know, like, you are the slowest answer of questions I've ever seen in my life. How bad is he? He still beat Danny Aarons, though. Hey, he he is still going to beat Danny Aarons. I'm, I'm yeah. taking this. Like, you, I, got, I might get four here. If you don't know the answer, just say pass. Like, get the next but one. Then I think you might as well get an answer in, surely. There's only 20 Premier League teams. I might as well guess. Miles off it. Miles off it. Right, I started, so I'll finish, finish. all right? Which Chelsea player scored against that old club this weekend? Which Chelsea player scored against the old club this weekend? The Doddle, this. Come on. This should be a doddle. Not if you didn't watch the match. That's true, I didn't watch that one. <laughs> uh, and I really, I'm trying to think of an outfield Chelsea player now. You're on three, by the way, at the minute, so you're not in the mud, you're not at the bottom of the pile, at least. At the bottom, OK. Uh, let's go with Sterling. Oh, you're brutal. It's Conor Gallagher. Oh, uh, Richard no. Lee, three. <laughs> rubbish. I'll take it. Absolute rubbish, all right? Um, but, yeah, sorry, mate, you're, you're at least Where not... Let me have a look. You're at least not on the bottom of the pile, you know, right? I'm not even in the relegation zone. I think I'm, I'm just above on goal difference. Do you know, I might put you. I might, might put you. I might put you in between Thogden and Bish. Yeah, you can go on three in there, That's right? Fine. That's fine. All right, sweet. I'm cool with that. Um, Mark, um, even though you've done this every single week that you've been, I'm on not it, doing one now. Am I? You want to do one, surely? Well, I can do one, but I'm not prepped. Very yeah, miserable. It's a, it's a quiz question. That's the whole point of quiz okay, questions. I'm you don't know it. what's coming. Okay. 
Um, right, are you ready for this, yeah? His football knowledge is decent, by the way. He, yeah. I'm feeling I, after this derby weekend, I might, I might crash and burn here. You're low, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. you're low morale. Got to get some energy into this now. Um, okay, so yours, yours doesn't count towards the board okay. because, yeah, you've got your score and you're happy with it and that'll do, all right? And I'm top of the league and I don't want you to take over me. Um, and I have beaten it on previous weeks and it's not been allowed. So no, because yeah. I know the rules. Yeah. I know who's in charge. That's yeah. how it goes, all right? Yeah. Um, Jamie, can you give me a nice little uh, countdown, please? How many teams play in the FIFA World Cup? 32. Yes. Who was the first player to score a hat-trick in a Manchester derby? Van Persie. Haaland. How many London teams played at home this weekend? Three. Four. Which footballer was known as the Black Spider? Pass. Lev Yashin. Good question. Who scored the fifth goal in the Manchester derby this weekend? Fifth goal in the Manchester derby? Yeah. Well, it'll be Foden or Harlan, so I'm going to go Foden. Anthony, which country hosted the 1994 World Cup? USA. Yes. Who scored their first goal for Everton this weekend? Cody. Yes. Which national team were named the Clockwork Orange in 1970? Netherlands. Yeah, got to be. How many games were played on Saturday in the Premier League? Seven. Yes. Which British team has won the European Cup more times than they have won the title in the top flight? Forest. Yes, you've got it, your favourite team. Of course you know that. Who was Britain's <laughs> first £1 million player? Trevor Francis. Yes, well done. What was that? Seven. That's not bad from a Good lazy going. start. Let me ask you the Manchester question. Was that this weekend, did you mean? Who got the first hat-trick? No, who was the first ever player to score a hat-trick in a Manchester derby? Chelsea's. 5-1. Back in the day. Uh-oh. Do I get a bonus point for that? Yeah, 20 years ago, uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, we've done a little bit of a VAR check and you know what? It turns out I'm going to give Richard Lee a bonus point because do you know why? Andre Kanchelsi has scored the first hat-trick in a Manchester derby and I'm proud of you for knowing Thank that. Thank you. In a 5-0 victory for Manchester United in 1994. Jamie, you are a scumbag. <laughs> 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 I love you, mate. It's not your fault. You Everyone's just obsessed better, right? with Haaland. That's all yeah, it is, yeah. There was football before Haaland, everybody. Haaland on the brain. That's what it is. Um, I'll give you a bonus point. You can get four. Um, you got it wrong anyway, so it's absolutely fine. Um, but well done, lads. That was Appreciate decent. That. I think thank you, you redeemed yourself. I said you were no, rubbish, thank you. but you redeemed yourself, mate. Thank all right? Okay, so let's move on. We're going to talk about Liverpool. Stuttering start to the season continues. Um, I saw a little fact this morning, actually. Liverpool, after seven games, have actually dropped more points than they've won so far this season. 21 points at stake. They've got 10. They're in seventh position. Uh, they've dropped 11 points already. Um, genuinely, is Jurgen Klopp under a little bit of pressure? I don't think he's going to get sacked, but is he under a little bit of pressure? Not yet. No? No, You think he's yet. got credit in the bank, yeah? Oh, he's got a ridiculous amount of credit. I think that... And as well, they're still... I guess almost... They're still playing... They're still playing reasonably well. I think this is, this is a real frustrating one for them, though, because they need to get that momentum soon. The fact they've dropped 11 points, I know we'll keep going back to Man City. Do Man City drop 11 points this yeah, season? They're out of the title race. Yeah, they are, it's for sure. It's unbelievable. Yeah. The way that the Premier League is now, the, the elite levels of the top teams, I think that that... It used to be 11 points, ah, you know, win seven or eight on the bounce and yeah. you'll be back there. I don't think that's the case anymore. Like, I think 11 points is such a big gap. Genuinely, from... it, well, if you think Man City, there's a, there's a genuine chance they could get 100 points a season, yeah? Yeah. Genuine chance. There's only, a, what, 114 at play in total? That's what I mean. So, 11 points. Now, you're going to have to win every single game to even have a chance at trying to get this trophy this season. Well, right? It wasn't that long ago, was it? Sorry, where City, uh, did they beat him by a point or whatever point, it was? Yeah. And it was, but they both teams won the last, like, 15 it's games like of the season or something. Yeah. It was just yeah. a joke. So... 
It, yeah, that's a really that's a yeah, it's a really big couple of points dropped. I think I think you're right. I think the problem with Liverpool is the um, mentality is is slipped. I think last season they played every single game you could because they got to every cup yeah, final. Yeah. It's a it's a small break, isn't it? Two months when you've had a season like that. They're, they're so intense. I think they've started the season slowly, thinking they could grind out results. They haven't, and now they know they're not going to win the league this year. And I think mentality has just dropped a little bit. That they know they're up against it this year, and they're not going to hit the targets. Yeah. The World Cup coming up. So Do you think Klopp? The one thing I've noticed a little bit, Klopp's persona mm. has just shifted slightly. To like, what? From what to what? He, he seems a bit more frustrated. Yeah. To me, just a little bit more frustrated. Whereas, do you think? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, well, I, I actually, th- I, I actually think a lot of people talking about uh, maybe Klopp gets the sack. Never going to happen. That Liverpool fan base will not turn on yeah. him. He, he delivered them a title. I, I didn't think they'd win a title again in my lifetime. But you might, what you might get is what Darglish did years ago, which is I've reached the end of the road. I'm having a chat with the board and saying I want to go myself. That's more likely at some yeah. point that he might just go. They call it the seven-year itch, don't they? With Klopp, apparently he lasted seven years at Dortmund, and then mm. it's—I it, I, I don't like Liverpool. I'm sure you're the same, but I, I do respect what he's done at Liverpool. The intensity of that team over the last what seven years is yeah. unbelievable. And I know you get all these rumours about all sorts of stuff, but the reality is what he's done is amazing, and I—it's I, probably not sustainable. It prob- they probably are going to run out of batteries. So he's either got to rebuild that team like Sir Alex did. Or it's going to run out, and I think it might just be running out a little bit. Yeah, they need a little refresh. I think um, top four. They're going to get top four this season. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They'll be fine for that. Still happy with that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brighton, though, I think people still just not um, giving them enough praise to be. I do. I do. They are absolutely killing it. Honestly, you watch the way they, they play as well. Like them getting a three or draw away at Anfield is no mean feat, by the way. But I actually watched the game as well. I've watched the whole complete everything. They they were in the game as well. You know, they were proper proper at it. So fair play to them. New manager got off to a great start. Um, Brighton fourth. Do you, do you know what this? We're Brighton. I put them in the same category as Arsenal now. I put them in the same category as Brentford, where there's a real process yeah. behind the scenes. Whoever the manager was that came in, it didn't change 95% of what was going on at the football club. Yeah, sure. So it's a machine that's just yeah. running so well. We, we have a feature every week, Rich, where it's it's champ or chump of the week. All right? Somebody who's done really, really well. Somebody might not have hit their expectations this weekend. I don't like using the word chump because mm. I feel it's a little bit degrading. It's more like... You know, don't worry about it, mate. Next week, you'll be cool, right? You'll be fine. You'll get back to your best, all right? Uh, We've got some nominations, though, this week for Champ of the Week, all right? Um, We've got Trossard, hat-trick away at Anfield. We've got, and then obviously the big boys, you know who it is. You're going to hate me saying this, but we've got Phil Foden, your mate, and then we've got the big man himself, Haaland, all right? Who do you think's deserving of this Champ of the Week? (sighs) This is one of them, isn't it? It's like, you know, you kind of feel like Haaland gets so many awards. Surely we've just got to share them out. Else, yeah? You know, it's like a Sunday league game. Come on, he, he's one man of the match the last three <laughs> weeks running. Let's give yeah. it to another. Let's give it to another lad. No, I think uh, Trossard getting a hat trick at Anfield. That's yeah. huge. It's impressive. That is it? huge. I'm with you, mate. Yeah. Hundred percent. Shushy pants with his rubbish hair's not getting it. <laughs> Harlan's not getting it. But you're right. A hat trick. It's easy. Yeah. It's easy, and it takes the attention away from the derby. So yeah. No, hat trick. A hat trick at Anfield for, is, is unbelievable for a Brighton player. So yeah. Right. He's, a, he's a good player, Trazard, as well. He is a very good player. 27 years old, by the way. I mm. think if he carries this sort of form on five goals for the season, if he carries this on, mm. there's going to be teams sniffing around him. It's got to be worth a look, yeah. Um, I'm with you there, lads. Leonard Tr- Trossard, you're the man, mate, by the way. Champ of the week. Um, right, we're going to miss, move swiftly on to chump of the week, all right? Okay. Um, like I said, I don't like giving this award out, but you've got to do it sometimes, all right? Um, we have got two nominations for this this week. And the first nomination, I feel like this guy, 
has been on this, has been up for this award quite a few times already. Um, our mate, Eric Ten Hag. And I think it is, honestly, about the third or fourth time... Yeah, he's never won it. He's never actually won it. We've been so kind with him, yeah? And this might not, be I'm the first week. I'm not going to for him either. This might be the first week. But we've got, to get, we've got to get Eric Ten Hag in there. It's a Manchester derby. You want your team to put up a fight. You want to show everybody what you've got. And it just didn't happen. They went down. No fight in them whatsoever. 6-3. Um, a few question marks over his team selection as well. Um, and then also, another nominee is Emerson Royale for Tottenham, who... At the end of the day, didn't have a great game, but went and almost kind of ruined the North London derby because once he's, t- once he's been sent off, it's already 2-1, it's game over. Who are we saying? I- I'm going to go Emerson Royale. Because, Emerson Royale, yeah, of course you are. But, but, but because even though I don't think it was a red card, you've still put yourself in that position where a decision's been made yeah. and it was silly what he did. And you can't, you can't blame him for being picked. You shouldn't be being picked. But um, no, I, I think... If, if you're a teammate, you're obviously going to be very disappointed with him, aren't you? Yeah, so. for sure. OK, Rich? It's harsh, isn't it? I think Ten Hag, it's been one or the other. Like, he's got real extremes. He's had a... It started the season, the, the Brentford game, and I'm sure he was on your nominee yeah, list then. Sure. Then he's gone and done brilliantly, turned things around. What was it? Four on the spin. Yeah. But playing some really good stuff. So it's kind of just two extremes. It's either fantastic or... Yeah, not fantastic. you don't know what you're going to get. But that's him. the inconsistency of the players, isn't it? I think that's the problem with United. In general, yeah. You yeah. can prepare these players and then... I think I think with that game, if, if you'd seen tactical mistakes, you could put it more on Ten Hag. But what we what I saw was was the players just bewildered by by the occasion and just it all was over that. the place. The moment they went to, uh, you know, I'm always massive on this side of things. Like the, you could see it throughout the team. Mm-hmm. Suddenly it was like you know it's that one where it's an easy thing to say. Where can you just bash the wall right? Can you just like grind it out for 10, 15 minutes, stay in the game, mm-hmm. and they just didn't. No. You know, and the moment it goes three four. It is one where it could then be anything. But, right, so does that mean he's the the, uh, the chump of the week? I mean, oh, such a harsh... Have you not got, like, another word you can use? Like, like just um, must do better. Must do better of the must week. Must do better right. of the week, yeah. Well, I'm going to go for him then. Oh, yeah. I am, because, yeah. because I think that, that Royal, I think, like we said, it is a little bit unfortunate. It's not his fault that he ruined the London derby. Yeah. I mean, obviously, technically it was, because he got sent off. But to blame him for that moment, I don't think there was any intent in that moment. OK, cool. You're going with... Ten- you ain't got to explain your decision, mate. It is what it is, right? By the way, um, can you put your hand up to camera? Just look to your hands. They are shovels, by the way. Look at the size of his hands, Mark. Do you used to be a goalkeeper or something? They are absolutely massive. Are we, are I've got, we, like, little we, baby hands. Yeah, you have, actually. Why are your hands so dry? Why? <laughs> <laughs> They're weirdly dry. Um, he's got massive hands. Um, anyway, so I am going to go for... I'm going to go for Emerson Royale. I'm sorry, lads. I can't give it to Ten Hag, because I just don't think it's his fault. I really don't. I think he's... Um, the, the players have to, have to be uh, blamed for this one. They didn't turn up, they didn't fight, they didn't give it everything. I think they just, they wilted um, and they didn't show what they were capable of. So I'm going to give it to Emerson Royale on this one. Um, there you go. Okay, are you happy with them? I'm excellent. Yeah, that. boom, there you go. Uh, right, we're going to talk about some of the other games then quickly. Uh, Fulham at home to Newcastle got an absolute pumping. Uh, Newcastle did very, very well. But I want to talk about, from a goalkeeper's perspective, Burn Leno, all right? I gave him save of the week a few weeks ago, right? Because some of the saves I've seen him making this season have been outrageous, right? Mm. I watched the highlights and two of the goals that went in, he has made a world-class save before. I mean, world-class save. And then he made another one late on, just tipped it around the post. Got no love from the commentators whatsoever, shock. Um, what, from your point of view, how, how annoying is it, yeah? How annoying is it when you make these world-class saves and then it pops out and there's a Newcastle player there just going, cheers, mate, thank you. 
Yeah, the worst. <laughs> He's the worst. He's the worst. It? He's done really well, actually. Do you know what? I thought him coming in, I felt sorry for Marek Rodak. Yeah. Like, what more can you do? Two promotions. Two years in a row. Ah, two promotions. Every time they get to the Premier League, yeah. they bring someone in. So I felt for him. But no, credit to Leno. I think he's come in and he's done really, really well. And again, this game goes back to what we said about De Gea earlier, where you feel like you've done all you can do, yet you get very little credit. And that's safe, especially the one he's tipped onto the post. Beautiful. Like the footwork, the explosion, fingertips. It's going in the top corner. And it's annoying because that gets cleared and they win the game. He gets 10 out of 10, man of the match. Exactly. You know, but you lose. No one cares. How many did they let in? Four? Four, one in the end, yeah. yeah. No one's going to remember the goalkeeper, are they? No. It's just no. a thankless task when you're making a world-class save and you lose four. It, it, it's always, and it's always your performance or your score is always dictated by the result. That's yeah. the bit that sure? kills me, is you can have a worldy game, lose 1-0, no one cares. Agree with that. Yeah, well, we, we do a player rating system on United Stand, and you're right, De Gea yesterday, I think I gave him a four, and everyone gave him a four. And, in, and when you look back, you go, why is he not getting an average six, or, or at best a five? Because... If he can't do anything on the shots, what what has he done? Exactly, yeah. none of them are saveable. So Leno's probably a seven or an eight, seven, maybe with that. Even a six. A six is a standard. Did nothing wrong. Boom, that'll do you. Yeah. But Leno's made a world class save and let four in. So Three it's probably a seven. Yeah, probably a seven then. Isn't a seven or an eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for Fulham though. Um, red card. Shalaba. Mitrovic went off injured. Um, that could be a problem for them. To be fair, couldn't it? Yeah. The main man, the big man. The bubble uh, might be bursting with Fulham a bit. Yeah, I know. We'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. Um, Southampton, Everton. Everton actually got picked up a good, good couple of results recently, to be fair. Um, Lampard was under mass, even like about two or three weeks ago. Massive pressure, gets a couple of wins, boom, everything seems to be... I think they're 10th in the league now, what are they? No, 11th in the league. It's not a bad start for them, really. Evertonian, I mean, I, I mentioned this um, a few weeks ago and, and, and a few Everton fans sort of commented saying we like Lampard. So you can observe it as an outsider and think he's in trouble, but he's got the support of the fans. And uh, they were, the, the, we were talking a couple of weeks ago, they're, they're not conceding goals and Pickford's been doing quite well. Yeah. Mm. They weren't scoring goals. And now, just even scoring one or two goals and they're getting the results, yeah. aren't they? How big is that? The, the game before the international break, you know, Brennan won the hand, got a victory before that. And actually, uh, Begovic came in for that game, did brilliantly, really well. did really well. Win 1-0, first clean sheet of the season. Then you've suddenly got a two-week break. The different feeling that you've got going into that an international two-week period yeah. is spent, everybody's kind of buzzing around. Everybody's mm. got a bit more energy. Mm. Takes it into the next game, though, that does. It is, it's gold, it's isn't huge. it? People don't understand this. United next. Yeah, is it really? Oh, yeah. well, there we go then. At, Go- yeah, at Goodison. At Goodison. Just at the wrong time for United. Um, Hassan Hootl, I want to talk about him quickly. I think he's um, genuinely under a bit of pressure. So I very indifferent this season, aren't they? Very, very indifferent. Mm. I'm surprised he's still in it. I like the way Southampton play and that they don't spend a lot of money. And you know, we've mentioned uh, Bella Kocha, but I don't know how he played at yeah. the weekend. But um, yeah, do you sack a manager like that who know, who's yeah. going to come in and do a better exactly, job? I mean, yeah. like, they, they sort of are where they are and they, they can... They're going to be like lower, is what it probably is. not get relegated, but lower half the table, aren't they? Yeah, I don't think Southampton fans can be expecting miracles no. this season. So, uh, Chelsea, 2-1 winners against Palace. Conor Gallagher, who you did not know scored the winning goal in the last minute of the game, did score the last minute of the game, and it was a lovely goal as well. Um, Chelsea just kind of, they're kind of, I don't really think they're brilliant at the minute. They're kind of getting results, but they're doing a job. Not Nobody's really buzzing off them, though, like they were last season, though. No? Palace are just one of those teams. They're always the victim. They were at Anfield and they could have got a win and yeah. they drew. They went to Etihad at the 2-0 at halftime and they oh. lose. They're beating Palace. Thiago Silva should get sent off. You know that's going to bite you in the back. This is a red card, is. right? Yeah. Have you seen this, by the way? You definitely haven't seen this because you didn't see the Chelsea game. Stonewall. Right, um, he, he basically, um, 
He's, he's fell on the floor. The ball's gone past him, but he's re- literally reached out and just like tapped it away. That's two lad, goes at it. Yeah, the, the lad's running through one on one, and he's just swiped it away from him. Right? right. He gets a yellow card for it. The guy even went. The referee went and even checked the VAR, checked it, and still gave him a yellow card. It was ridiculous. That's the sort of one where you need someone to come out afterwards and say why you're not giving the red. Because yeah. the only thing I can think is that it's AU of Palace. He's got five meters on Reese James, and he's thirty meters away from goal. You can't say Reese James is going to catch him. That's the reason he's not been sent off. He is clearly going to be through one-on-one. It's a goal-scoring opportunity. Yeah. 30 metres out, is, there's no benefit there. You're not getting a penalty. No. So I just I think it's bad. I think it's... Do you know what it is? He, I guarantee you Thiago Silva today would have watched that back and he will go, I got away with one there. Mm. He, he I think Chelsea it. fans will. They were yeah, moaning on Saturday. Sure. But it's one of those. If, yeah, if it happens with United next week, I'd go, yeah, he's definitely not a red. And then you're there going... <laughs> Was. It, it definitely was. is. It was. He knows. He's got away with one. He's lucky. Um, West Ham Wolves. Bruno Lars, another Premier League manager sacking. Um, Wolves struggling a bit. To be fair, what are they? 19th, 18th in the relegation zone. Um, I'd need to say. I'd, I've got to put it out there. Um, Ruben Neves played at centre back in a back three uh, at the weekend. They've let Connor Cody go to Everton. Scores at the weekend, and they're playing Ruben Neves at centre back. What is going on? Mm. Um, I mean, if ever you're going to get yourself sacked, it's going away to West Ham, losing 2-0 and playing Ruben Nevers at centre-back, right? I feel a bit sorry for him, though. Based on last season, I thought he would have got a bit... You know, we said about Lampard, you get that win before you go, when suddenly you're mid-table. Like, it is sto- like still so early. I thought they might have given him a bit longer. Nah, yeah. They've got some good players, though. Um, they brought this lad in from Lisbon in the midfield, Nunez, and I think Guedes is there. Been a bit unlucky, but I think the, the, the problem is they're so boring. Right. Like, they're so boring to watch, and... I think Wolves fans had had. Think I, think right it's the fans, I, th- I think I think the fans. Do I, I don't know, but I think Wolves fans had said we want a change, and yeah, that'll do. Yeah, um, it's just, I agree with you though. It's a bit early, but new manager guaranteed going to be Portuguese. Yeah, <laughs> he's got to be. He's got to be. He's got to be. Most the team is. We were joking earlier. Somebody said, um, I think it was you, Tom, the guy behind the camera, by the way. Went, do you reckon Sean Dyche could get the uh, the Wolves job? And we all kind of went, no, absolutely <laughs> Not zero he can speak Portuguese. Can he speak Portuguese? No, he cannot. <laughs> no. My gosh. Um, yeah, and then finally, uh, Villa Leeds. Can I tell you a little story, right? So I've watched the Man United game yesterday. Man United, Man City, 6-3. It's incredible. Like, oh my God, I'm buzzing. I'm there with my son and I'm like, mate, and you know what? It's only four o'clock. We've still got another game to go. We've still got another game. How good does this like? Sundays don't get any better, right? My God, this game was miserable. It was absolutely brutal, right? I don't even want to talk about it. Don't give me your opinion on it, all right? They should not put games like this on at 4.30 p.m. on a Sunday when we were all buzzing for it, right? It was rubbish, wasn't it? I'm, I'm glad you said this because there was only one place I was going after the Manchester derby <laughs> and it, ser- it served Estrella and that's where I was. So I didn't watch this game. So I'm glad it was 0-0. I'm glad it was 0-0. Yeah, it was, yeah, Wouldn't there's not much to talk about. There's a red card in it that was it was brutal, right? We'll leave it there. Um, lads, that is the show done. And as always, thank you so much. Goldbridge, mate. Thank you. Man. Richard Lee, thank you for oh. making your uh, football filling debut and smashing it with your awful quiz knowledge. However, you did redeem yourself um, with Four the, points though. He's on the table. He's up there, yeah, he's up there. Yeah. Kanchowski's one saviour. But um, as the you go, everybody, thank you for watching as normal. We will see you next week on the football filling. Oh.